Hey everybody, this is Julian McCullough. And I'm Meg Malloy. And we are the co-hosts of The Soft Spot. We're very excited for our guest this week, Mr. John Mullaney. Hello, John. How are you? Thanks for doing our show. Thanks for having me. And what are we going to discuss? Uh, we're going to discuss Mr. Rogers. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wonderful man. He is. So uh, check, check us, us out. out. Starburns Audio. The Soft Spot. We'll see you this week. Or wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. And on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. Audio. All right, let's call Busy. Please let this work. Hello. Oh my God, it sounds great. Oh, it does? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least on my angle. Awesome. I'm currently calling you from a dressing room. I am completely dressed in drag with a wig and lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> I look horrifying. What show are you doing this week? This is a movie. This is a very low budget independent film. Oh, good lord, and Steve. I, I have a, uh, a sinus infection and I'm tired. But, the uh, sinus infection while you're working is such a fucking bummer. Even a cold while you're working yeah. is a bummer. Sometimes, can I be honest with you? Sometimes sure. it makes me a better actress. <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm really, really sick and I'm yeah. like kind of low energy because I always bring too much to the table is what I'm going to uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that I bring too much. <laughs> and so when I'm felled by something, yeah. then it's like I'm allowed. I can like just chill out a little bit. Sure. And then it's and then it's my acting as much. My acting is better. I don't feel great, but I've often I've noticed that it's. So it's better for me. Well, we're recording. Um, I I <laughs> literally just already. found out that our lunch break is half an hour and not oh, an hour. Jesus. So Steve. we got to cram an hour's worth of medicine into half an hour, which well, I guess is all, better you- than last week, which was no podcast. Why did we have no podcast last week? What happened? Oh, you were busy. I was, yeah, I was, I busy. was shooting Superstore and New Girl last week. I'm so impressed. And you were in New York really? for half of the week. Oh, I was in New York. You're yeah. really, you're really working so much. It never happens this time of year either. You know, like the holidays, everything's usually yeah, dead. So slow. 
So I'm very impressed. This is I'm good. impressed with your commitment to your craft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but we've been texting a bunch the past two days about how much we have to talk about. Between, I don't know if we can fit it in in a half an hour. We'll we'll do our best, but between okay. my sinus infection and working, also the scene we're shooting today is like. It's basically there's a scene where me and some other people are dancing around in a circle and I get really bad vertigo. So anytime I have to move in a circle, I, my vertigo gets bad. So this has been a fucking hell day. Jesus. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. No, but but work work is good. So I, I can't really complain that much. I mean, this is truly like... This is truly terrible for you, but yeah, yeah work is but good. But this all started because of my because of the smoke that was in the air. It just fucked up my sinuses and my throat. Yeah, yeah. I had a really intense reaction to the smoke too uh, last week before we went to New York. I woke yeah. up Wednesday morning after the fire started, and I just like could not breathe. Yeah, when it that was, it was crazy, bad. Um, it was like skirball fire was happening. Yeah, you would wake up and there would be ashes all over your car and everything mm-hmm. else like it was it was literally it was all over in the air like smoke and ash it was crazy well and birdie's school was canceled yeah a bunch of schools the were. entire week she didn't go to school i mean well we were taking her out of town anyway so it, like kind of worked out i heard there um, were some productions at cbs radford that were shut down like oh really tv shoots yeah Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, man. Um, so anyway, all right. So here's here's where we're at. We're at. So yeah. Steve and I have been talking. He obviously was spelled by the sinuses. Mm-hmm. I had like a weird junky cough thing from uh, the fire, <laughs> but the, I think I'm fine. I don't think that wasn't my main concern. No. So you know how like this is so me and also I feel like so good for the pod. Um <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say to our listeners. Like, if you're not into the intestinal issues and butt stuff, this is not for you. This episode is not (laughs) for you. Um, Because I'm going to get real. I said to Mark, I was like, do I even talk about this? And he's like, you started this fucking podcast busy. You got to talk about everything. No, it's... It's good, right. and, it, and just our our text messaging the past few days and our phone calls. I've been it's been inspiring me to go to the doctor because I think I may have the exact same issue that you have. Okay, so anyway, so you know, I've described what my IBS symptoms have been, which is that I don't have the kind of IBS that backs you up, that's that constipates you, which is right. very common, and in fact may actually be IBS. I maybe don't have IBS now that I've gone to this other doctor. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought IBS was just diarrhea. I didn't know it was constipation. No. Well, here's what I mean. It's very interesting. So also, what I realized is that like when I was, and this is another thing. That I think is really valuable. When I went to the doctor initially for my real, really painful stomach situation and then like the diarrhea that was happening to me. And it's like urgent diarrhea shortly after I eat it, when I get one of these attacks. It's Ur- like urgent diarrhea. It's, it's like, well, it's like I finish eating. Yeah. And it'll hit me between like 10 and 20 minutes later. And then I'm like, oh, God, I have to get to a bathroom yep. or this yep. is a disaster. Yep. Um. And so anyway, when I went to the doctor in my early 20s, I was referred to an older gentleman, gastro doctor Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. Cedars, who I'm sure is very accomplished. 
But now in retrospect and after talking to this doctor that I went and saw yesterday, which we'll get into, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, he just like patted me on the head and sent me on my way. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like I, he condescended you. I think he condescended me and I got a colonoscopy and I think he was just like, so you have diarrhea, like you have IBS and spastical, your colon is inflamed. And when I told the doctor yesterday, the woman that I saw yesterday, yeah, he said he could see the inflammation on my left side. And he, she was like, well, IBS doesn't have inflammation. Oh. I was like, what? And she's like, you can't, there's no like perceptible inflammation in your gut with IBS. Right. That's, that could be something else. She's like, look, I'm not looking at your colonoscopy from 12 years ago, but she said, look, I'm no doctor. <laughs> look, I'm no doctor. <laughs> no, but she's like, but that doesn't, that doesn't ring true to me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm scheduled for another colonoscopy the first weekend, the first weekend, January, I was going to maybe try to do it on Friday, but that seems crazy. My daughter has her, like both my daughters have school plays on Fridays. Wow. Be like, I'd be like, all out of it watching them sing about the holidays right um but so anyway so yeah so i get this like constant like i wouldn't say constant diarrhea but like at least at least one time a week i'm felled by a pretty intense attack of diarrhea or when it's really bad it can last like 24 hours um I know this is your nightmare. We've talked about this before, so I won't dwell on it. But anyway, like six months ago, I was like wiping and I'm like, ugh, blood, of course, because that yeah, happens. To I get me. that. Yeah, because of hemorrhoids. You're right. Well, or so I, I think. <laughs> I don't know. So then and then I was like, but what's going on down there? And I kind of like was like, what is that? Oh, shit. I think <laughs> this is so personal. I think because of my Brazilian bikini wax, mm-hmm. I got like a weird ingrown hair sure. in my butt Ugh. or like around my butthole. So I was like, oh, shit, should I like try to get it? Because I'm a crazy person. And so get I took it? A oh, my God. No. I, Steve, I know. So I took a <laughs> That's amazing. I can't believe I'm like talking about this. It's going to be out in the world. Um, am I like ruining my chances of being an actress ever again by doing this? Maybe. No, no. I think this this will make you like Oscar worthy because this is like real. This is real. <laughs> I'm surprised you also didn't have Mark like go in with a tweezers or something. Mm-mm. Here's what here's what we need to know. And have we done an episode about picking yet about my we've mentioned it. We, we've we've, we've it. brushed on it. I mean, I have a real intense picking thing that is very closely associated to like a cutting, like a self-harm type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I've really gotten it under control in the last year through exercise. And I've talked about this, like stress relief in other ways, because it's only when I'm like super stressed out, I get my, I have like a toolkit and I get it all out and I go crazy. And it used to be that I would like sort of exclusively focus on my face but then I noticed that, like, that's not great for an actress's career. Right. And so then I started doing my bikini line, which is, like, hidden, mostly wow. from view. Right. And then you can, like, really, go like, do minor surgery and no one can see it. And you can, like, right. get huge holes in your body. Right. So anyway, I've, been, I've picked all over my body. My uh, friend of mine... Who picks her arms and that's shall pretty... re- re- remain nameless. Yeah, my friend who remain nameless. <laughs> my picks my her friend arms, Jane, who arms. shall remain and, nameless. <laughs> and that's like pretty. That's pretty brutal because yeah. that's 
you know, visible. But anyway, so I try to keep it not visible. But that being said, I thought I had an ingrown hair. This was like six months ago. So I kind of like poked around. I was like, oh, nothing's happening. Fuck. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it alone. And then I was like, shit, that I that was a bad idea. There's like bacteria down there. What am I doing? Why am I picking? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to so get I, a staph infection. Now I'm going to get a staph infection. My toilet has a bidet attachment oh, to it. I want because one so bad. Oh, it's a game changer, especially if you're someone that suffers from massive diarrhea like me, because it just like <laughs> it just like soothes your touch, you know? Yeah. Um so anyway, I was just like bidet for a few days and it was fine, it went away. A we couple what? We came back from New York mm-hmm. Sunday night. <laughs> after thirteen hours. After like a thirteen hour trip back from New York with both of my children who were fucking weird angels. Like I don't even know how it happened that they were both so delightful on uh, the, the video, by the way, of your daughter flight. singing at the top of her lungs, Beauty and the Beast was hilarious. I know, and Jack Antonoff was sitting behind her. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I saw that. That was funny. Um she like doesn't <laughs> she doesn't know that when she's wearing headphones <laughs> that she's not like she thinks she's singing under her breath you know what i mean most she's, people forget forget that yeah she's so cute i can't yeah. take it yeah. um but anyway sunday i went to the bathroom pooped mm-hmm. and then and it was normal mm-hmm. oh wait or did i have diarrhea oh i think i had diarrhea <laughs> Okay. Either or. Either or. Or I had had I had had one of my bouts sometime over the weekend. I can't remember when it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But then I but then I pooped and I wiped and it was like a lot of blood. Uh, Like not like a ton, like where you're like, oh shit, I have to go to the emergency room, but like more than should be. And it hurt. uh, It like was painful. And I was like, oh, this is not normal. And then I bedayed myself, you know, right. and then I got out my mirror and I was like, oh no, this looks terrible. What's happening? Was it bright blood? Like bright red? <laughs> yeah, it was bright. Yeah. Oh, was that's bright, good. Red that means it's on the surface. But then I got the mirror out. <laughs> that was right. Well, and then I got the mirror out and I was like, oh fuck. It looked like I had like a giant cut, like, <sighs> which is <laughs> turned out. But then, and then on either side of it was like really inflamed like i don't know like just skin like it just was terrible i was like this is disgusting <laughs> and not what my butthole looks like it's, it's like, like <laughs> the butthole of a homeless person it was really horrifying like, <laughs> and so then i did some deep diving on the internet in which i became convinced i had syphilis yep cancer AIDS. and hiv yep. and yeah and aids um but like, by the way, in all of the descriptions of like what a fissure is, an anal fissure, yep. it's like people who suffer from IBS frequently get anal fissures. But I was yeah, like yeah. skipping over that part. Like yep. that's like the first thing they say, and I was just yeah. skipping over that and going straight to syphilis, to cancer, syphilis and, and AIDS. And Mark's like, "How would you? How do you think you would even have contracted syphilis and AIDS?" You're like, I, "I don't know. Why don't you tell me, Mark?" No, I swear to God, Steve, I literally was like toilet seat. Yep. I was like, you know, we go to a lot of concerts and I'm not and I'm <laughs> and I'm at not great at using those paper things on the toilet. Like cuz I'll just be having wow. tequila or I'll be whatever and I'll just be like, "Ah, fuck it, it's fine. What am I going to get from a toilet seat?" And I'm like, "And I bet you I got syphilis." And he's like, "That's <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I went to a concert once with my with my girlfriend in college. We went to a Metallica concert in San Francisco, and five minutes into Metallica's like first song or two. Um, some long haired Hesher in front of us was like headbanging and some of his sweat went into her eyeball and oh, she no. was like, we have to leave. She was afraid she had AIDS. This was in like 1990. Oh, my I, was God. So I was like, but they just started. She's like, I, 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 I got to go wash my eyes out. I, I, I don't want to get AIDS. <laughs> oh, my God. I may have mentioned that on this before, but. I don't know. I've never heard this story before, or I don't listen to you that much. (laughs) That that might be it. Anyway, continue. Okay, so anyway, I made Mark, I got a second opinion on on my butt, and he's like, yeah, that does not look good. Like, you got to go to the doctor tomorrow. Married people. Um, And, well, like, he... He's of course, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have given. He saw you give birth. birth. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was the grossest of the gross, but um, and also the coolest of the cool. Sure. Um, but anyway, so Monday, I spent Monday like tracking down a doctor, made an appointment for Tuesday. I talked to my general practitioner, and she was like, "Okay, back up. Number one." How have we never talked about this random IBS diagnosis that you received when you were 24 that you've like, oh, your GP didn't up? even know about that? No. Oh, She's wow. like, she doesn't listen never to our followed podcast. Up. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She's like, you've never followed up on this. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we, you need to be seeing someone. She's like, also, whatever he told you at that time, like, you know, there are different medications now there are different treatment plans like you don't have to live with this in the way that you're living with it that's totally insane wow so she referred me to two doctors the first doctor i couldn't get into and she referred me to a guy which i was like not very keen on having a dude that i don't know look at my butt um right i don't know just like wasn't i get it especially with all the shit that's going on right now yeah. The number then the then I called my general practitioner back and she's like, Oh no, 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 don't go see that guy. Here's this woman from Cedars. Go see her. She's great. It'll mm-hmm. be great. Mm-hmm. I called over there. They immediately got me in for Tuesday. I went in and she like when she was taking my history, she said the same thing. She's like, What are you talking about? Like the IBS this IBS diagnosis doesn't make sense to me. She's uh, like, Okay, we need to get you a new colonoscopy. Fuck. We need to figure out what's going on with your stomach. She gave me a list of things that I'm supposed to stay away from. The top one is caffeine, which is like, Oh my God. What am I going to do? I can't do that. I have two children. You know what I mean? I'm like, I need to drink coffee. Those less fit workouts aren't going to like do themselves. Fucking children. I can't. There's got to be something to make to to balance out the caffeine. Then there has to be something like more fiber or something. That's what she said. So I need. She wants. She wants me to take Metamucil. Yeah. A daily fiber supplement. She's like, I know that seems maybe counterintuitive, but it does work. It does. And she's like, so start. You know, start with a low dose of the Metamucil, and then see if like work your way up and see if it helps. So I'm going to start the Metamucil. I actually have to run down to my pharmacy and get the ointment for my butt but um (laughs) but so a high fiber diet with lots of fruits vegetables and grains i Mm. already do that great okay plenty of daily water intake you know i drink so much water absolutely talked about that um 
soaking in a warm bath. I mean, I have the bidet, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, application of my special medicated cream. Yes. Yeah. And then to eliminate the like diarrhea, you're supposed to stay away from citrus. Ooh. Citrus. Huh. Caffeine. Huh. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. Alcohol. Oh my God, also Missy. A deal breaker. What are you going to do? I don't know. Vitamin C. Vitamin, vitamin C. E, oh, Jesus. Magnesium. Wow. Fish oil. Wow. And spicy foods. What's left? <laughs> I don't know. But, I, but then I said to her, I was like, but look, doctor, I just did the whole 30 and I still had... I, I still had what I was calling IBS, like these attacks, these diarrhea attacks. So the eliminating all of those foods Didn't did not anything. help me. I don't eat that much citrus. No. I'm not like downing oranges and grapefruits. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. I don't drink orange juice ever. Right. Um, I mean, really, of this list of things, I would say caffeine, alcohol, and spicy foods, I do, de- I definitely get down with. But I didn't drink any alcohol the entire time. Down with, <laughs> I'm down with the spicy food. I am. But I didn't drink any alcohol the entire time I was um, on the whole 30. And I kind I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this is, but anyway. So we'll find out after the colonoscopy. But basically, yes, I have a fissure. She's, she says it's not, a, she's like, it's not a terrible one. And by the way, my like, just from Sunday to Tuesday, it's I was like, yeah, because I was like doing the bidet every day. <laughs> like anytime I went to the bathroom, even if I peed, yeah. I did the bidet. <laughs> yeah, I got to get one. And, oh, my God. Steve, it's such a game changer. You know, it was like Mark's Christmas present to me like three years oh ago. Oh, my God. It was a fancy Japanese toilet. I and that was like the nicest present ever. I can't switch out my toilet because my building's so old. My landlord. No, you get the feet. Yeah, that's exactly what I need to get is the seat that you just put on your existing toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even in those two days, like just from doing the bidet and then I was using witch hazel because I read that online yeah. that that can soothe your inflamed butt. <laughs> soothe the savage beast. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to go get this medicated cream and I'm going to get that up in there. I've been having blood too lately, and I, I, I think it's hemorrhoids. But I, I sh- probably should have seen a doctor long because I kind of self-diagnose my hemorrhoids. Um, but I just hemorrhoids have are so kind of easy. They don't hurt as much as like the fissure hurts. Like it feels painful. Uh, I need to. I, I need to go see a. You went to a proctologist. Well, she does colon and rectal surgery. Colorectal. She's a colon, yeah, colorectal surgeon yeah. and a diagnostic and surgi- surgical colonoscopy. So she'll be the one performing my colonoscopy and she then she can diagnose me. And she said when we figure out if it needs like a more intense <laughs> diagnosis or something. Well, I can't remember what words she used. Because <laughs> like, you checked it. You went to your happy place. I don't mean to my happy place. But she's like, I, I, you know, depending on what she founds she could refer me out to a gastroenterologist. Is that the right word? Uh, yeah. Okay. So depending on it, well, it's kind of good. This shit happened then. 
literally. (laughs) (laughs) It really is like it's. And this goes back to the whole thing where we're like, you know, it doesn't hurt to always get a second opinion. This could, well, this could be a game changer. You might find some stuff out that could be a game changer. I know. Changer. What if, I know. Well, we'll check back in, obviously, in January after I get my... Should we, like, do an episode where I'm still, like, high on the drugs? Do you know when you're doing before? it? Is it going to be before yeah. our live show? It is before our live show, yes. <gasps> oh, my God. Correct. I'm doing it the very first week of Jan. I'm getting it out of the way. Good for you. I can't wait. I'm... I'll, honestly can't wait till i have all this work stuff done in another week and a half two weeks and then i can i need to see a doctor i need to go back to the dentist i gotta get that uh the stress test finally taken care of wait steve did i tell you that i went to the dentist finally after two years you did not tell me but i saw you tweeted something about it yeah Mm -hmm. instagrammed it what'd they say Um, how are your teeth i have receding gums that's normal other than that i'm okay uh, I don't think it was as bad as they were like kind of hoping it was because of, of course they want it to be bad <laughs> <That's how laughs> because I haven't been there in two years, yeah. but they, d- I do have two fillings that need to be redone, which sucks. Why so is that? Are gonna... they silver fillings or something? You need porcelain. No, but they're old and like, you can see like gunk is like starting to get under them kind of, and like yeah, they're yeah. compromised <laughs> is the word that they're <laughs> compromised. <laughs> But I decided I want to do in-office whitening on my teeth. Oh, yeah. I want to do that, too. I'm waiting till I get my all my dental work finished, and then I'm going to have mine whitened as well. Yeah. So I scheduled the day that I do my thing. I'm going to – the um, fillings, they're going to do the in, in-office whitening. The same and day? Think, yeah. Oh, wow. And I think – what's the call? Like, do I go for a Xanax or do I get high? I don't know. I I go in. I I have a high pain threshold. I have no problem with dental work at all. What? I'm I wide awake and I'm like I'm fascinated by it and oh, I'm, I literally hate it. <laughs> I'm photographing it. The last time, in fact, when I was getting my last root canal, I kept like slowly pulling my phone out of my pocket and trying to sneak a picture. And finally, the doctor goes, the doctor goes, you know, you can just take a picture if you want. I go, oh you don't mind and he's like he's like dude it's 2000 <laughs> she goes dude it's 2017 no everybody takes photos now everyone takes pictures while they're in the dentist i feel like there was a time when you would do that and the doctor would be like please please don't do that you're making me nervous is that true i don't know or or like they they don't want to fuck up your teeth and then have photographic evidence like look here right. here's the moment they did it maybe it's a legal thing yeah but they're well, like go go for it I had a really, I had a really bad, I talked about this on the show. Um, I had a really bad filling situation several years ago where like the inside of the filling didn't cure properly. And so it was like my nerve was exposed and I was in so much pain for 24 hours. So I'm like, so I'm like nervous about dental work now. And then I don't, I don't know. I just like. I just hate it. I hate my mouth being open like that. Like I just, yeah. <laughs> I just like really, really find it all to be super uncomfortable. Well, it's counterintuitive and, because of that, where they're like, you should go every six months or at least once a year. And you're like, but I don't want to. And so you don't go for two years, which then right. makes it worse. Right. Exactly. Yep. Well, I've learned my lesson. I already scheduled my next six month cleaning and 
I'm really on top of it. I feel like I'm really getting my stuff together, you know? It's because of this podcast. A little bit. I feel like people are holding me accountable. Um, it's funny anyway. when we were both on the, when we were talking two days ago on the phone, I had said I was on set and I was talking about some medical thing with somebody and this girl, one of the other actors who wasn't really listening, but she was like a few feet away. She turns, she's like, Oh my God, you guys should hear this podcast about medic. That's these two, two people talking about medicine and being hypochondriac. <laughs> and she was talking about our podcast. I was like, that's my podcast. So and then you bizarre. said, was it Mulaney's manager? Oh, Mulaney's manager. Yeah. It came up to me. I went and saw John Mulaney do stand up with Max. Solvet. It was so good. Yeah. He's funny. by the way. He's so funny. I like, he's so funny. Like it's crazy. He was born to be a stand up. Like he is just so goddamn good. Um, I thought Max Silvestri was great too. Have you ever seen that guy do stand up? Yeah. He's really funny. He's really funny. He does do a show. Do he does a sh- Steve. Is that what you do? Is that who you are? Are you a stand up? I do stand up. You were, but is that what you started off as? Kind of. I always wanted, I, yeah, when I was 11 and my 11 or 12 and you know, you start buying music and albums at that age. Um, all my friends were buying music albums and I was like, like the first album I bought as a kid was a George Carlin album. I wanted to do stand up so badly when I was a kid. That is so funny and so specific. Yeah. It's really weird. But I guess it's just you. It was in you. And when we're doing our live show, the weekend of the 14th, 13th and 14th in uh, San Francisco, I'm also doing stand-up shows that weekend. Should I come see your stand-up? You can, unless you're doing other shows. You're doing other shows I'm too. I'm doing a weekend. million. I'm like, basically, I'm the I'm sponsoring the first week of, weekend of Sketchfest. Yeah. If anybody wants to come to San Francisco and follow me around. I'm doing That's one show, I think, on Saturday with uh, Moshe Kasher and um, Janine Garofalo and some other people. I mean, all those people are really good at stand-up, too. It's there just are. hard for me. Like I, like, I remember back in the day, back in the day, like, going to the old Largo on Fairfax. Oh, the best. And seeing stand-up, and, like, that was always super fun. That was where I saw Patton for the first time mm-hmm. stand-up. Me, and, too. Um. And like, it was so crazy too. Cause you know, Morgan Murphy and I went to college together. Did you know that? Oh, Loyola. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah. And like Morgan at that point was just like, literally was just hanging out at Largo. I like remember, hanging yeah. around, you I know, remember, like, yeah, I totally remember waiting to get the, maybe you were doing it then. I was Largo not, but I was, I was still playing in bands and I think I had just started taking classes at the groundlings back then. But, um, Oh I was God, going so to Largo crazy. constantly. Like Monday yeah. night was the stand-up comedy night. That's right. Yeah. And like John, and then Friday nights was John Bryan, which like he still does once a month. Once right? a month, that yeah. Was, but then he he was doing. I think he did every Friday night. Every no? every Friday. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, it was like the coolest thing that I had ever seen live. Like I had never seen anything like that John Bryan live. Yeah, that um, Largo back then was like something out of the '60s or something like some cool, it was so cool, cool place in uh, you know New York or something. Yeah, I like had no, I was just I remember going there and just being like my mind was blown. Um, and then Embar, like I remember seeing Paul F. Tompkins before oh, yeah. we were friends. Long, I mean, truly long before we were friends. Yeah. I remember him. Comedy Bang doing, Bang was there, and um, I never like 
I never got down with the or, comedy. Like, oh, it was called Comedy Death Ray, I think, back then. And, it, right, that's right, that's right. But that's, that's right. also where you guys started doing um, thrilling, thrilling adventure, adventure. thrilling but adventure that was, hour. I joined when they. I didn't join until they moved to Largo. Oh. They did the first two years at M Bar, and then they moved to yeah. Largo. I did some random shit. Wait, did I do a thrilling adventure hour at M Bar? I did some random shows at M Bar. I can't remember what it was though. There always used to be know, shows yeah. there. They had a, there was a good owner back in the day. It switched owners, I think, a few times since, and now it's just a weird Persian restaurant or something. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I remember seeing Paul do stand up and like thinking he was the funniest person ever that I had ever seen. Like I loved it so so, so funny. Um, but yeah, but John Mulaney's manager likes the podcast um <laughs> oh that's how we got off on this largo tangent <laughs> we're so dumb um and my butt's gonna be fine yeah you caught it early <laughs> I don't... well so also what's so funny is that so she was like super nonchalant about the fissure and like all like everything that was going on like she was being she was very chill which i guess if you're like a colorectal surgeon maybe that's a good vibe to have you know they literally have seen the worst stuff i i feel like i guess you probably like can't imagine the kinds of shit she's seen it's the kind of shit it's you know when you type in anal fissures or something on i went down that road on google image search it will probably post the worst case scenario photos first pretty pretty disgusting (laughs) like mark and i were talking about it like I guess maybe I'm just one of these people. I'm not, it does not make me squeamish to look at that stuff. Like it doesn't, it doesn't quite fascinate me. Like I'm like, not, that's not something I want to look at all the time. You know what I mean? Like I'm not good into it, good. but I am definitely like, not like, Oh God, I'm going to puke. That's disgusting. Like, I'm just like, okay, that's a body and it's got a thing. And that thing needs to be checked out. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a thing. And that thing needs to be checked out. That's true. You look at it very technically and uh, medically. That's how I, that's because I feel in my heart of hearts that had I taken a different path in life, I could definitely have maybe probably not been a doctor but <laughs> i had no ability to be a doctor i can't do math for shit i feel I like that's either. a requirement my dad you know he was a doctor and he used to always ask if i wanted to, <laughs> to go to the hospital and watch surgeries and shit and i was always like fuck no and my voice would did crack it, when i did it too. <laughs> did it ever was it ever like a dream of your father's that you would follow in his footsteps or did he not care he didn't care. In fact, I think he was just like, hey, you, you don't want to do this. This is like, you, 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 it's too much time away from your family and you're always yeah. on call and busy. And he was also like, you know, I think they were, I can't, I come from a family. I'm adopted. And nobody is artistic or musical at all. So like, it was very foreign to them when I was like, I want to go be a musician or I want to go be an actor or a comedian. God. They That's were so never weird. like, do you th- wonder if your like birth family are all artists for sure. You know and, I, I mean? and I was like, uh, they were never ever like when I moved to LA to do this, they were never like 
please don't do this or no, they never said no. They were always very supportive, but they were always, I could always tell they were very concerned and like probably confused. Like they don't understand the motivation behind it, you know? Yeah. I'm glad. I think it's really hard for people. <laughs> Somebody posted on my, I'm not laughing at the thing that they posted, but like, but these kinds of comments are, I feel like they're commonplace yeah. where somebody will be like, I wanted to move to LA and be an actress, but you know, after hearing all the sexual oh boy assault yeah. stuff, like I'm glad I never pursued it. It's like, like it doesn't happen in every industry. First of all, like it doesn't happen in every, any, <laughs> every industry for sure that, yeah. but also like the idea that like, I don't know. Like to me, there was no, it wasn't like I wanted to do this. Yeah. My, maybe I'm getting too deep. It was like, if I didn't do this thing, I would die. Yeah. Like it was the only fucking thing I wanted to do. And Colin yep. Hanks will tell you that when we were kids, like when we were like eight, you know, I was like 18, 19 years old mm -hmm. before I got freaks and geeks, before I got an agent, when I was just a college student, I would so, I mean, I was very dramatic, obviously, but like <laughs> I would, I would literally curl into a ball and sob because I was like, you don't understand. Like I, <laughs> I need to act. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to like be given a chance to like show the world what I can do. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I was no, I was the same way. I I I never knew what form it would take. You know, I, I you know when I was young, I thought it would be stand up, and then you know, I my biggest influence comedically and the person I just tweeted to somebody about this uh, like two days ago. Um, John Ritter was the biggest. Oh, I saw that tweet. The biggest yeah. single reason for me going oh. into acting and comedy wasn't is John he, Ritter. Wasn't he just like the the best and i have never in my entire life heard a bad thing about that no dude. one has one bad thing to say about john ritter which and is his awesome. fucking son jason is the greatest. the greatest we all are friends with jason Ugh. everybody loves jason what a family yeah so it's so nice like it's nice when people you know yeah i never i don't i never met Ritter, but I didn't I just either. Feel like... I, in fact, I had Jason was on my other podcast, my podcast, mm -hmm. Steve AGO, which is also on Feral. I had him on as a guest and we talked for like an hour. And then I, at the very end, I was like, I, I feel like I have to tell you this. Your dad is like the biggest influence in my life. And I was such a big fan. And I started to cry. Oh, God. And so I immediately changed the subject. Cause I didn't want to like embarrass him or anything. And I was like, right. And it's also like his dad that he lost. Yes, and like, and how, I couldn't say like you have no idea what your dad meant to me because right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, it was my dad, dude. Yeah. Like, I feel like he meant a lot to me too. Yeah. Um, like that's the crazy thing too, that I, it's like when you are the kid of somebody so beloved like that, that you have to share your parent with Ooh, yeah. the whole world yeah. you know same with colin right for sure majorly what, yeah maybe. in fact speaking of we talked earlier we we're going to be up in san francisco at sketch fest in january i was there a couple of years ago 
and I had done a show that Colin was in as well. And it and it was like a late show, and we asked someone, we're like, where can we get food around here? And they're like, oh, there's like a burrito place up the street. And so Colin and I walked up to this burrito stand. Fucking San Francisco loves their burritos. Yeah, oh, and, boy. and so we're standing at this tell place. You about it. It's like mid, midnight, and we're standing in line at this place, and there's like three people in front of us. And they are very drunk. It's like two guys and a girl, and they're they're waiting in line. And the girl is just staring at Colin the entire time, like will not take her eyes. But she's got that wobbly eye, you know, because she's drunk. Fucking worse. Like she's yeah. trying to work shit out yeah. in her head, and then yeah. uh, and then she turns. I'm watching. Colin is oblivious to it, and I'm watching her the whole time. I'm waiting for her to say something stupid. And she turns to her boyfriend and I hear her whisper in his ear and I can't tell what she says, but she's whispering in his ear. And then he turns it and looks back at Colin and he goes, Hey man, are you Tom Hanks brother? (laughs) (laughs) Colin's like, uh, no, I'm not. And he's like, has anyone ever asked you that? (laughs) And he goes, Honestly, no one has ever asked me that. Yes, like, that is so wild. Uh, no, this is actually the first time that that has ever happened. So like, by the way, that's also, like, a crazy moment for him where he's like, oh, fuck, I'm getting old. Yeah. Colin, you yeah, know what I mean? I'm like, almost 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I could be his brother. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, that, that like, weird, like, drunk people. Yeah, you have to be careful. I mean, like. The drunk people staring at you thing is Ugh. can be really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and you know now drunk people staring at me like ask maybe they'll ask me about my anal fissure. Your fissure, <laughs> yeah, the fissure king. Is it? Do we call it? The, oh my god! Is that the name of this stupid episode? Oh, the, the fissure, fissure qu- king? the fissure queen. <laughs> You're dumb. Wait, that's (laughs) really, really funny. We could sell t shirts. (laughs) Maybe at the podcast. Maybe we need to get some merch. We should get some merch. That's how we're going to monetize this shit. Yeah. Steve, we need to merch it up. We'll have merch in San Francisco. We're going to make some merch. Yeah. I want some merch up in here. Me too. Um, Let me know when you have to go back to work. I think. Do you know when we go back to work? You mean after Christmas break? No, no, uh, like, like right now. <laughs> yeah, we've got a few minutes, so maybe we oh, should good, wrap, good. wrap things up. Um. All right. Well. So anyway, that's my story for today. That's a good one. Uh. That's what. That's what happens like, when we have two two. <laughs> when we don't do a, pod, a podcast for a week. I also do think like we need to. I need to once again. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, but I need to impress upon everyone listening. The importance okay. of following up with doctors. Like, I clearly was, like, given this diagnosis, and I just didn't do anything further about it. Well, it, yeah, know, it's, it's a person of authority and a professional. So, uh, you know, it's common for people to be like, okay. I guess that's kind of what I did. Also, I was, I was young, and, like, I don't know. I think – but I think now I'm definitely – you know like on top of it and i i don't know like we'll find out we'll find out i I can't wait to find out what happens and i'm maybe i may get that the name the name of this person and go for my own yeah i really like her i mean wait so you think you have hemorrhoids right i i have something i've had some blood recently too so it's but it's 
exterior stuff. So I, I think it's hemorrhoids. I might well, get some Metamucil too. I definitely need more fiber. I think that Metamucil <laughs> might be like, maybe fiber is key, you know, it's, I, I did it a, a few years ago. I, I, I was like, I should try taking some Metamucil. I'm in my forties now. It was yeah. pretty awesome for like the week. Really? Yeah. I yep. remember my mom making, mixing that Metamucil every morning. My dad too. Yep. All right, second See, AD scene. Second AD scene. We're back. Ugh. All right, <laughs> but isn't it going to make me feel like an old person to like drink Metamucil? Yeah, probably. But I am an old person. I guess that's the takeaway. Let's huh? see if we can get a sponsorship from Metamucil. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we've just mentioned it seventeen times. I know. I'll tweet, All right. I'll tweet to them. Yeah, please do. Um, also, Roomba. I, w- I really want a free Roomba. Ooh, I have one, and I actually love it. So, Really? Send Busy a Roomba, Roomba. Or I think they're I mean, called iRobot. Like, iRobot is the company, I think. I mean, I would like Instagram story the shit out of that Roomba. They're really cool. Scaring the cats, doing uh, all all the things. They're really good. They they legit work. They're awesome. Um. All right, Steve, go back to your... Weird independent movie. All right. Um, yeah, we're gonna busy. try to record. We're gonna try to get some things in the on the. Yeah, whatever. busy and I are gonna try and bank some episodes so we don't have any more of these missed weeks. Yeah, sorry guys, but we're not like entirely great at this. No, we're so. we're figuring it out. <laughs> so you're just gonna have to bear with us. And I'll, I'll post a um, photo of me and drag uh, on the. Uh, and I am not going to post a photo of my no, anal don't. fissure. <laughs> if people want to see that, just Google anal fissures. <laughs> well, mine doesn't. No, because don't do that. Because mine don't. <laughs> mine, didn't, mine, mine did not look comparable to any of the. Pictures okay, I saw don't online. Google it. Uh, mine, mine is like mine was paper like adorable. Cut. Yeah, mine was cute. <laughs> <laughs> like an exacto knife cut. Yeah, mine was just like a cute little like cute little fissure. Ugh, Jesus. Well, sit on that for a while, guys, and take everything (laughs) we say with a grain of salt, uh, because we're we're no no doctors. doctors. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's me, Steve. AG, you know, (laughs) I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, Just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, we're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better. Uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise, but, uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at, um, Starburns audio. Believe me, we, uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, this really is a helpful survey, um, because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help Help a brother out. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. <laughs> suicide Buddies. <laughs> 
That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. He's like, I mean, if yeah. you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich, I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my a, girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. Help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My, uh, my, 